Applying for a mortgage in 2023. So if you're looking to buy your next home, whether it's your first home or a multiple home, and you're like, where do I start the process? Then this video is for you. So what we're gonna cover are the basic requirements to apply for a loan. We're gonna cover the documents that you need to start gathering and be prepared. And then we're gonna talk about what to expect at the pre-approval process. I'm Jennifer Hernandez lender since 1995. I've helped thousands of people go through the process and I look forward to educating you. Real facts, no BS, everything mortgage. Let's get started. Welcome to the Loan with Jen podcast, your weekly source to keep you informed on everything about financing your home where you will hear real facts, no BS. I'm your host, Jennifer Hernandez, a loan officer since 1995, and over 4,300 families financed to date. If you're starting to think about buying or refinancing a home, wonder if you have the right credit, savings, or even income, you're in the right place. On my weekly episodes, I make complicated topics easy to understand. By the way, my license is NMLS 514497. The ideas expressed here are my own opinions and don't represent any legal advice. Thanks for joining. Let's jump in. So the basic requirements of a loan. Now we're going to talk about the basics. There are exceptions. But just to give you an idea that if you find yourself with a 620 to a 640 credit score, then you more than likely are able to get into a home. Now there's different requirements for FHA, conventional, VA. Can you go less than a 620 score? Yes, you can on a government loan. That would be VA, FHA, or USDA. However, the reason I say 620 or 640 is because that's usually where a lot of the down payment assistance programs start. So I like to use that as just a minimum requirement. Also, if you're wondering how much you can afford, so a general rule of thumb, again, it's a rule of thumb, not exact, is whatever your annual gross salary is. Now gross means prior to taxes being taken out, okay? So if your gross earnings, let's say it's you and a spouse and your gross earnings in the household are 80,000, then you could essentially afford a home of three to four times that number. So that would be a house anywhere from 240 to 320. Again, the reason I'm giving you ranges is because there's a lot of in the middle between that there is to think about. Like what if you have a little bit higher debts and can qualify for a little bit less or what if you have no debt you can essentially maybe qualify for a little bit more so if you generally speaking take your annual salary annual earnings and times it by three or four you're generally in the ballpark of how much home you can afford so the last thing is savings <clears throat> now again there's down payment assistance programs out there but not everybody uses down payment assistance or qualifies for down payment assistance Generally, I would say if you have anywhere from ten dollars to $20,000, that's a great knowledge base for knowing that you've got a pretty good chance at getting a home. Now, are there people that get in with a lot less than that? Yes. 
Are there people that put down a lot more than that? Yes, this is just a great rule of thumb. So let's go over documents to gather. So you've got the potential credit score, you're in the 620 to 640 range, you know more or less that, hey, I, I can afford probably three times my annual income, and what documents, so you're ready to pre-approve for a loan, and by the way, pre-approve six months out is my recommendation. I'm gonna put a video about that for you right up above about why pre-approve six months out. So you need to gather some documents and have that prepared. If a lender is promising you a pre-approval without submitting documents, you need to run for the hills, okay? Like you've got to provide documents because sometimes on paper, what you think you make on income or what a lender is going to count as your income might be different than what is actually deposited in your bank account. So it's really important to just know and get these documents together and that way we can be really accurate for you to make sure we don't lead you in the wrong direction. So documents to gather, I usually tell people to remember the, the, the numbers 222. Two, two. So 222 two, two is catchy and it's easy to remember and it stands for two pay stubs. If you're paid every other week, we need one month of pay stubs, but that's usually two pay stubs. Two W-2 forms, that's two years W-2s. If you're self-employed, we also need two years tax returns if you own your own business. Now, in addition, the other two stands for two months bank statements. Now, remember, we need all of the pages, so don't give us just the first page. We need page one, page two, page three, page four, so all of the pages in your statement, whether it's a checking account, retirement uh, account, etc. Now, I've got a treat for you. I've actually got a list. You can download a free checklist that I've got for you. I'll put the link in the description a free checklist that you can download for knowing what documents exactly to gather. So I hope so far you're liking this video. Please let me hear your questions about either qualifying or documents or what to expect at the pre-approval. So that is our last section, what to expect at the pre-approval. Now we know that there's lots of lending choices out there and it's really hard I would imagine to know like what do I do do I go online do I ask of a friend do I use who my neighbor used you know my brother-in-law is a mortgage lender what do I do so my suggestion always is definitely make sure that your list includes local lenders now you could get a local lender recommendation from a, a co-worker from a friend from from family that means that they've already been semi-vetted from someone that's had a really great experience. Now there is a big, bold reason to use, why use a local, state local, whether it's a state or in the same city, as where you live or where you're buying. So I'm gonna put that video right here, I'm gonna put it up above, and I'm also gonna put it down in the description, why use a local lender. So what you should expect at pre-approval is you definitely should expect to submit documents. If a lender is not asking for documents, that is a sign that it might not be complete. The other thing that you should expect is definitely to have your credit pulled. Now there's a lot of mystery and a lot of myths actually about credit. So we are gonna put 
a credit video. I've got a special bonus for you of a credit video of the truth about credit inquiries. And I'm going to put it down in the description for you so that you have access to it. It is a lot of great information so you know exactly what to expect of how your credit is or is not affected. So those are the things that you definitely should expect. I hope you've got a lot from this video. Go ahead and click on the resources below. We'll see you the next time. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Loan with Jen podcast. Keep joining me each week to stay up to date on the mortgage industry as I'll dive into relevant topics so your home financing process, whether you're buying or refinancing, is smooth and simple. If you enjoyed today, please click follow and that way you'll never miss an episode. To find us on social media, just go to Loan with Jen on any of the social media handles, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in this week for Real Facts, No BS. Talk soon. Mm -hmm.